N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 297 of the NYYST podcast. We're live on NYY News TV. I'm your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And it's Labor Day, one of the worst days of the year. Okay. One of the absolute worst days of the year. Okay. Okay. I don't like when summer ends. Okay. I'm a big summer guy. I'm not a big summer guy. I'm a fall guy. Fall and spring. You are the fall guy. I'm okay. a fall guy. Okay. Okay. Big summer guy. You know, uh, I don't like it. Okay. I get depressed when the leaves change colors. Okay. You got Pretty, seasonal depression. Okay. I got seasonal depression. Okay? okay. And it's it kicked off early this year because the Yankees, you know, they decided that they wanted to be the worst team in baseball for the last two months. Okay. So normally uh, the seasonal depression doesn't kick in until after they get eliminated. But the way they've been playing this year this uh second half of the season it's kind of hard to uh ignore it and uh even with these last two games here the yankees still got some work to do uh, if they want to hold on to the american league east because the the lead remains four in a loss column after uh the uh, rays beat the red sox today Worthless. and uh and uh the the uh, blue jays are right behind that five games out uh they i think i not sure they were they winning the second it. game yeah they, they were winning pretty double. big Okay, so they swept the doubleheader against uh, Baltimore. So the Yankees can't let their their foot off the gas here. The Twins are in town. The Yankees did take care of business today. They won five to two. Aaron Judge hit his fifty fourth home run of the year. Uh, two guys that really don't have any business on. Uh, actually, three guys that really don't have any business being on the Yankees all contributed today. Gonzalez and IKF with solo home runs, and Josh Donaldson, who um, is the biggest jerk off in Major League Baseball. You know, yesterday, I don't know if you watched the game yesterday, but um, it was it had to be it was yesterday's game. A three zero pitch comes up and in. Uh, you know, he draws the walk, and he took exception to it, and he wanted to fight the pitcher. First time in history, I was rooting for the other team to, really? to beat the Yankees. Yeah, I wanted to see somebody beat Josh Donaldson's ass. Wow, I'm just so I'm sick of him. I'm not. Everyone hates his guts. Uh, look, here's here's my take on Donaldson. He sucks. It's not his fault he's here to be the third baseman. Okay. Well, he's wa- it's washed on. Okay, so, but man. but you know what? Not his fault. I mean, if we had a decent general manager and and player, you know, analysis team, scouting team, you know, he he wouldn't All be right, here. But but you need some self awareness here, bro. But, but here's my thing. If he he made a couple errors over the last couple games. If he's not going to be he? elite defensively, which he has been all year, then he's truly worthless to me. But you need to have a little bit of self-awareness. Like today, the Yankees are struggling to score runs. We all know it. We've been watching this team all year. They cannot score. If Aaron Judge doesn't hit a home run, they don't score. Okay? They get a big hit in the first inning. Uh, He drives in a run. Dude, give me a hard 90 right there. You don't know that ball is out. Yeah, no. It's it's not a good look. cost Cost him a runner in scoring position right there. Okay, and then he's joking about it, doing push-ups as like punishment when he takes the field. The, the, the cuteness ended when the Yankees 
lead went from 15 games to four, okay? We don't have time to be cute on the field, okay? Just what was it, Friday's game when he was when he was doing barking, whatever the hell he was doing with the pitcher? Dude, you struck out. You're hitting weak round balls. What are you getting into it with the pitcher for? Yeah, it, it's just not a good look right now. So you could say, oh, you're trying to be here. First of all, nobody thought he was going to be washed, Donaldson. I, you were, you, I think you were down on him a little bit here. But I still think a lot of people were expecting you know, a 20 home run, 60 RBI season. He's not going to come close to that. He's hitting like 219, sub 700 OPS. That's a guy that's done. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy too here. because it's it's like he dropped off out of nowhere too because it's not he wasn't bad last year. So you know what? Cut the antics out. That's all I'm asking out of him. Just cut the bullshit. And I have Friday. Oh, any any moment now, his girlfriend's going to give birth to this kid. Yeah, and he's still kid, here. Kid don't want to come out. You don't want to know who his father is. <laughs> oh man. Her, I don't know. Shouldn't I don't know. I, I don't know. Shouldn't what, assume these things. You know that, right? Yeah, you shouldn't you assume. Can't assume them, right? Listen, I don't know what it is. I, I have hatred for for a decent amount of guys in this team. Donaldson, for whatever reason, just isn't one of them for me. No, he's 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 near the top of the list now. Okay? He's I, washed up because he's washed for Donaldson. me, for me at this point, this is how desperate I am. This is how low the Yankees have set the bar. If you're going to be decent defensively. I'm going to take it because the other guys we got, like IKF, are just, it just blows my fucking mind. They they blow my mind. Well, he hit defensively. a home run today. Great. Right. So, so what now? He's earned himself another two weeks of starting shortstop oh, while uh, our, while our one of our top prospects wastes away on the bench. Should, should the Yankees uh, advance past the wild card series? He had, uh, well, they shouldn't be playing in the wild card series, I should say. Uh, should the Yankees uh, get to the division series, okay, which they, sh- I mean, really, uh, that should be an automatic, but, you know, fingers crossed here still. He's earned himself at least until game two with that at home least, run today. Yeah. yeah, well, the first home run got him this far, you know? Yeah, it did. So. so IKF, but, you know, this is what people that defend him, they look at today, oh, IKF didn't get charged with an error today. Marlon Gonzalez did. Well, you know what? On a routine ground ball, if you're one of the best shortstops in, in baseball, can you hit a novice first baseman in the chest? He throws, he throws fucking splitters over to first base. Every time he throws, his shoulder drops and the ball sails. He doesn't stay on top of the ball. He, he does it deliberately. He does not stay on top of the ball. The ball tails out. And anyone at first base is holding their breath every time he throws the ball. When you have someone like Rizzo or DJ over there, you know, for the most part, he's going to get it. But imagine if this team still had, just for a minute, just imagine if Luke Voigt was still over there. How no. many more errors IKF would have? No. A million. He'd have a million. And he'd still be have, our shortstop. I might have had, no, at that point, they might have had the bench him. I don't know, man. I don't know. So the Yankees, uh, <laughs> Almost the unthinkable. Well, not, I shouldn't say unthinkable because the way this team has been playing, nothing is unthinkable. The un, but the unthinkable almost happened uh, this weekend. They almost got swept by Tampa. Aaron Judge did everything in his power to make sure that wasn't going to happen. A leadoff home run. Uh, he scored the uh, the second run of the game. Clay Holmes was shaking in the ninth, and they held on by the skin of the teeth there to get the win uh, to 
that, that win yesterday, I don't want to say that you take your foot off the, the gas, but it's like you breathe. You, you, you could exhale a little bit. The lead stays yeah. four. They lost that game yesterday, and the lead was down to two. Season's Season, as far as being the American League East champs, was, is over, in my opinion. Yeah, That's well, how big that game was yesterday. Well, the most disheartening thing is outside of the Gonzalez and IKF home runs today, um, I believe the Yankees have scored eight runs in September so far, and six of them have been Aaron Judge. It, really, I mean, either he's scoring the run or he's or he's getting the RBI and the run. It's five out of eight. No, six. I'm telling you. The Yankees scored three runs today that he didn't score. That's false. Uh, he hit he a two-run sc- home run. Okay. That's one. No, no, no. Okay, I'm saying he's involved in them. If he doesn't hit that home oh, run, oh, okay. they don't oh, score. They don't score the two now. runs. Oh. He has been involved in six of the eight runs. You said he scored. You said he's he's that's either scored or or got an RBI mm-hmm. and scored. <sighs> Typical media. So trust me. Okay. I don't trust you. Okay. When did hey? Let me ask you a question. <laughs> I don't want to answer it. When is when is a judge off day justified? Because you know it's coming soon. Uh, I don't think they can give him one. They can't, right? I think we're we're at the point right now where they can't give him an off day. Look, here's what I'll say. There's been Maybe one. He's going to get some DH days, though. I have, I have that feeling that's coming. There's been one good thing about this whole fucking nosedive. It's that you know after nine eleven, you felt like fi- the country was actually actually united, that we kind of had something to stand for. I feel like right now, after this nosedive, Yankee Yankee Twitter is the most unified we've ever been. That everyone, to. even the Yankee apologists, are turning on, on this front office mm. and upper management. There's a few. There's still a few. There's still a few. There's some holdouts there. But at this point, I think most of us are on the same page. And they put out a lineup today. Of course they win. Of course they win. And it was... Actually, one of the most refreshing wins they've had in a long time. Uh, but you put out a lineup today that just makes no sense to me. I, I mean, any time at this point that you don't have Peraza in the lineup, it just makes zero sense to me. All right, so we'll get into that in one second, right? But the lineup today, here's the here's Peraza's up here should play every day, right? I think we're all in agreement on that. Agree, agree. But really, if you look at the rest of this lineup, right? You make an argument for anybody else that to be in this lineup that wasn't in the lineup today. Make an make a legitimate argument for anybody to be in this lineup, not named Peraza. Yeah, it can't do it. That's what the problem is right now. Is that no matter who they put out there, they're just replacing trash with trash. Even DJ Lemayu, right? He is. This is the worst. Even I think he's even worse this last this last twenty plus games than he was last oh, year. Oh, for sure. It's not even close. He was on the precipice of hitting 300, and he's hitting. He's what? He's about to drop down on to under 260 right now. Yeah, it's really bad. So you take him out of the lineup. Does it make a difference? Honestly, does it make a difference that he's not in the lineup today? Because they put Marvin Gonzalez in the game. He at least contributes with a home run. Do you even think DJ Lemayu is contributing at all to to this game today? And I don't mean to rip DJ. I love I I love DJ, but the way he's been playing. I actually didn't you know, mind. You, I didn't mind DJ sitting. I thought it was going to happen yesterday. My biggest issue. I have two big issues. 
the first one being Peraza not being in the lineup. I mean, it just doesn't, it makes zero sense. Okay. This kid's here. He's got to play because then what's he doing here? I'd rather him, I'd rather him stay in AAA. Well, we're going to get, I know. I'm just saying that's, that, that's one point. The second point is, and, and maybe we can just work through this real quick. I don't understand where they come up with, with the, with the order. I mean, how do we have, and I guess it worked out today, but how is Glaber Torres leading off? Who should lead off? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we should work okay. through it because I just see it and I am immediately. Do you want judge, uh, honestly, do you want Judge to lead off? I really don't. I really don't. What's your other? I'm not being an asshole. No, here, no, no. I know. Your, I'm, no, I'm saying I, I, I'm trying to work I, through what it. What is your other option? I'm trying to work through it with you. I don't. There isn't one. What there about really is? What about if you're going to play IKF? Why not play IKF? He's batting two sixty something. There, whatever it does, does it matter? I guess it Honestly, doesn't. I guess the, I guess everything, every everyone's expendable outside of Judge at this point. Now that Benintendi's hurt, okay, that was a big blow for the Yankees. He cracked a hook on his handmade bone. He's going for surgery tomorrow. It, they say three to four weeks, but we're on September fifth already. So I mean, you know, the season is going to bleed into the first week of October because of the um, the, the lockout. Okay, you get him back for that series in Texas, and he's going to be ready to go for the postseason. I guess it's not—they're not saying it's season-ending, but you know he has one little setback. It is. Boone's very optimistic that he's not going to miss the the rest of the season. It's very apparently, it's a very common thing. Apparently, that, Boone had the same surgery. Yeah, how'd that work out for him? I don't know. Pre or pre or post? Uh, I think the, he said uh, he had it in two thousand one. So pre. Oh, okay. okay. So Lemayu's out. Lemayu's not playing today because he's been terrible, and no issue with him taking a day. I would even give him a day tomorrow. Honestly, give him a day tomorrow. What are you losing by sitting him right now? I I couldn't agree more. I mean, and he, he's, a, he's, a, he's an automatic out at this point too. So. And Gonzalez had the home run today. He had another. He had another at bat where he hit the ball really hard. It was turned into a double play. So maybe maybe something's turning with him a little bit. Why not? Tr- but here's what the Yankees won't do. They, they will not look at that and say, hmm, maybe we should give him another day tomorrow because they don't believe in that type of thing. So if it, if, that, if it was just a spot start for Gonzalez, that's what it's going to be. I think, honestly, the way I, Gonzalez played today, give him another start tomorrow. Let's see if it builds into something. You have to catch lightning in a bottle with somebody right now. Well, you know you Stanton's to, getting off tomorrow. He needs off tomorrow. He fucking fouled the ball off his foot. They said it was just the foul ball. It, Nothing it else. It doesn't. How how has he looked since he came off the IO? Yeah, well, you gotta you gotta keep throwing him out there, man. Look, aren't you the guy who says, and I agree with you, that when certain major pieces of the bullpen aren't pitching well, you need to keep throwing them out there because they the Yankees need them to be who they're supposed to be. So you can't give up on them. You can't give him a day off I'm not here. Giving up on, I'm not Let him keep on. seeing pitches consistently, man. He's close. Stanton yeah. is close. I don't. I don't see him being close. That's why. Here's it, here's my biggest issue. Who looked pretty good today? Glaber Torres. Adam Judge. Yeah. Besides Judge, I mean, it's unreal. But Glaber Torres I, actually. I thought looked, Gonzalez looked pretty good today. I okay. Thought Gonzalez had a good game. Okay. So and I think Torres did too. So so guess what? They. I promise you, Torres will not be in the lineup tomorrow. And it's not even like I can fight it because at this point, I mean, like you said, they all suck. 
But it just, it's the timing. Nothing makes sense. Torres will be at the lineup tomorrow. Gonzalez, they should give DJ another day, They pro- which means they probably won't. And and you got to just, you got to just fuck, you can't even get mad at it anymore. You got to just expect it and move on and hope they win. Well, Garrett, I mean, the weather's supposed to be really bad tomorrow, so we'll see what happens. Garrett Cole's supposed to take the ball. Sonny Gray is pitching for the Twins on Wednesday, I believe. So, I mean, well, they're already I'm, talking I'm, about uh, early an early postponement tomorrow. I'm telling you right now, Sonny Gray shuts down the Yankees. I might shut down this podcast. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I'm. I might just pull. I. I know I don't have official rank over you, but I think I'll pull rank and shut down the podcast. If the Yankees get shut down. I by honestly Gray. don't even. I don't even know if I couldn't. If I could argue it, if it that would be. You know how Aaron Boone uh, said they hit rock bottom the other day? That would be probably rock bottom for me. That would be it. There's no turn, turning back from that. So we got a couple things that we really want to dive into here. We don't want to be too long. I know a lot of people are going back to work tomorrow. My wife is going back to work. Summer's over. Kids are going to be back in school. Uh, so that's going to suck for my commute. You know, people on the road, I have no patience for school pickup people. I got to drive, I drive, I drive 50 miles one way every time I commute. It sucks. So the school shit makes it 10 times worse. It's terrible. 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 I might, I'll make them wear a mask though. Okay. Okay. Are you going to require vaccines? Yes. Okay. Well, as long as you're up, at least you're up to date on yeah, man. Anyway, so the big, I guess the big, the real big news, and uh, if anybody hasn't heard uh, the bonus episode, which normally would have been our Patreon, uh, if you go to Patreon.com/slash/nyyst, all the bonus episodes are there. But I don't know. I felt like the bonus episode needed to be on the main feed and on uh, the channel last week, uh, just because of how everything was going down. My bonus episode was recorded before the Yankees called up Peraza. But a lot of what I still said about Peraza still kind of fit because if you look, we we need to dive into the timeline here, right? Oswald Peraza, the Yankees' third-ranked prospect, got the call on Thursday, and it was a very curious call-up because Aaron Boone does a weekly spot on the Michael uh, Cuck, I'm sorry, the Michael K show, mm-hmm, okay? Okay. And he was asked by, uh, you know, the other host, because Kay took the entire summer off, mm-hmm. right? where's Oswald Peraza? And he said, he's in conversations. He's close. He's in conversations. He could be a player, nah, blah, blah, blah. So what does that sound like? Does it sound like a guy's going to get called up in two hours? No. Okay, so Oswald Peraza plays in the, in the, in the, the, uh, the Real Riders game that night. I think they had an early start time, like 5 or 6 o'clock. Peraza hits a home run. Yankee Twitter goes fucking berserk. Most I've ever seen everyone just go crazy. Why is this kid down here? He should be up up at the major leagues, blah, 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 blah. 20 minutes, an hour later, whatever it was, hug watch, hugging his teammates. Oswald Peraza is getting called up. What changed from when Aaron Boone was on the radio to that moment in time, because you know, I think we can safely say this: the Yankees did not intend on calling up Oswald Peraza 
at any point on Thursday until they actually made that call. Mm -hmm. There was no, there was no legitimate discussion of that happening. So what changed? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. That's what I want to know. What changed? Is Brian Cashman really on social media? Did he really see the outcry? Oh, of, for uh, sure. Of the of, of the fan base. For sure. And this is what the Yankees did, though. They gaslit the entire fan base on Thursday night. Social media team, welcome to the big leagues. This is the Oswald Peraza era, blah, blah, it's blah. It's Peraza blah. day. What did he do on Friday night? Did he start the game? Nope. In fact, when did he make his major league debut? When, uh, what, funny. Funny. When 95% of the fans turned the game off? Yeah, I had to actually text you and, and see if you were still watching because I wasn't going to be. I wasn't going to be because it was nine so, nothing. So the Yankees in a game they really needed to win, okay, in a game they they really needed to win, get embarrassed, okay, embarrassed. Mar Marlon Gonzalez is out there in the eighth inning throwing throwing pitches, which I mean, really, drop ball by the Yankees there. They, Aaron Judge needed to take that inning, okay, because then yeah. we didn't. Then, then he would have been the runaway MVP because he pitches too, right? Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Two outs in the ninth inning of a game you just got embarrassed in. That's when you you let this kid make his major league debut. Despicable. Look, and we talked about this uh, a couple years ago when Clark Schmidt came into a game to make his major league debut. Bases loaded situation. I think it was no outs. The Yankees expected him to get out of a really big jam. And people were acting like his mommy. Oh, how could you do that to him? And we were like, you think he gives a shit? No, you throw him into the fire in that position, man. Fuck there's it. a little bit of a there's a there's a huge difference. difference. Huge there's a huge difference. difference between what the Yankees did with Clark Schmidt, who was what the top prospect or at least a top pitching prospect at the time, to what they did to Oswald Peraza on Friday. Correct. Night. It's not even comparable. What they did with Schmidt was tell him, "Hey, man, we really have high hopes for you. I know this is a tough spot, but we think you can handle the pressure." And what here you Yankees go. What were the Yankees trying to do? What were the Yankees trying to do in that game in Baltimore? They were trying, they were to, trying win. to win. They were trying to they win. They weren't trying to win. They weren't trying to win uh, at that point on Friday night. Nope. That was a disgrace what they did to him in that situation. Oh, you think Oswald Peraza cares? He got to make no. He honest to God, he probably doesn't care. He got to take his first major league at bat. It was a, pro a dream come true, right? Not, you or I would never in any situation. Here's the worst part. Grateful. Here's the worst part. No one. No one's talking about this. But I promise you, Boone and everyone knew that his parents actually couldn't make the game that day. So in my mind, I'm going, I'm going, all right, maybe it's not the worst thing in the world for the kid since his family can't be there, whatever. Then he makes his major league debut. Not only could his, his parents couldn't be there, it's a meaningless game. Nobody's watching. And they pretty much just sent him out there like a piece of shit, like a piece of garbage. That's what it is. They let him make the last out of a game that they got their asses kicked in. That's that's not what you do to somebody that you're expecting to be a, a cornerstone, quote unquote, if they even believe that. Because who knows what the Yankees believe anymore of your franchise going forward? That's not how you treat him. You think that you think you think Buck Showalter would have did that to Derek Jeter in 1995? No. And 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 it's terrible because. Okay, he, he has that at bat. Pretty much doesn't even know he's getting into the game. They start him for two games, and then he's back on the bench. What do you think? 
what do these people think it takes to to get accustomed to major league pitching? That he can just sit every other day? I mean, what do they want? Why do they think their prospects don't pan out? Why? Why do they think? Do they think it's just a coincidence? It, it's crazy to me, man. And someone just said in the chat before, oh, IKF hit a home run. He'll be back in tomorrow. No, that that's where you're wrong. If anything, the home run would would make them bench him because that seems to be what happens. right? Guys actually look decent, and then they sit on the bench. Again, I'm not going to complain if IKF is sitting. I don't think he should be the starting shortstop anymore. But I promise you, when it makes the least sense is when they make the move. So Pranza calls, uh, he gets, what, two games? He started Friday? Yeah. I mean, he started Saturday, Saturday started Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. And he sat today. Anybody? We're, I mean, we're, when the lineup came out, was anybody surprised he wasn't in there? He has not looked good at the plate. I mean, he's looked okay defensively. Has not looked good at the plate. But, I mean, if this was your plan... This is how you know. I go back to this. This is how you know the Yankees didn't have a plan to call him up because they don't have a plan to play him. It's crazy. It's crazy. How? So, what, what do you think is going to happen to this kid? You think you could just sit him every other day and, and he's all of a sudden going to look good at the plate? So, so you, you didn't want to trade him at the trade deadline. Obviously, you did not want to trade him at the trade deadline. You don't want to play him either. You call him up not to play him. What are your plans for him? Are we? This is what frustrates me the most about this this organization is that we we went down this road five six years ago. Don't want to call these kids up. Don't want to trade them. Doesn't anybody learn from their mistakes? No, because there's no accountability. We talk about this all the time. Like Garrett Cole is the one guy that Brian Cashman to just. Just to uh, steal a Dave Gettleman phrase, was in full bloom love with. Wouldn't trade anybody to get him, but still wouldn't play these guys. The Yankees desperately need offense right now. Miguel Andujar can't get called up. He's still in, in Scranton. The Yankees, the Yankees could use a spark anywhere. They don't call him up, bro. How many times has Andujar proved he's a major league hitter? Clint Frazier, Jack, I'm sorry, Jackson Frazier, don't want to trigger him, okay? We all know the chapter and verse, the guys that the Yankees could have got for him. They designated him for assignment. Bro, you make a great point with Andujar, man. Especially with with Benintendi going down right now. We've seen Andujar play the outfield now. He he's he's a serviceable left fielder. And why is he not in, here? Why is he not in the lineup? You can't give you can't give Miguel Andujar two weeks to see if he gets hot again. Miguel, since since 2018, okay, he had the tremendous rookie year. Never been the same player. A lot of that had to do with uh, the injury in 2019, and then he's just been inconsistent playing time, right? So let him play. Let him play for two weeks. Don't take him out of the lineup. This is why, and I keep repeating this because it blows my mind. They've put Oswaldo Cabrera in the lineup every day. Every day he's played. Almost every day. Well, you knew it wasn't going to be 100%, but he hasn't stayed. Since he's been here, he's played pretty much every day. 
What does Oswaldo Cabrera have on the Yankees that he's the one young player that gets to play every day? Because he's not a he's not one of their uh he's not one of their make or break guys, I don't think. And Andujar is that Florial is I no. mean, all these these are no, these are they all hate better them. options. These are all better options than what you're putting out there. And this is this is when I, I I'll say this. When you when you or my cousin or anybody texts me and says, Look at this lineup, it sucks. And I look at it and I'm like, okay, I it does, but what are your other options? If one of the nine guys penciled in is Aaron Hicks, anybody on the bench is the option over him. Yes. And that's another thing with Aaron Hicks. Is he the only one in the planet that doesn't know he's not good at baseball? Yes. Strikes out, throws his helmet on the ground. Like he's stunned. He's stunned that he struck out in that spot. The only one, he's the only one that doesn't know he sucks. He's a waste, man. Or yesterday, he hits a he hits a weak round ball to second, punches his hand as he as he trots down the first base. Got to give him points for switching things up. See, he's literally the only guy that doesn't know that he's terrible at baseball. Okay, just we should get his email address and, and send him an application to Top Golf. I hear. Edison is hiring. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I need I need to know this. Somebody's got to figure this out. All this investigative reporting that all these beat writers do. I need to know this. What happened on Thursday? What changed the Yankees' mind that they had to call up Peraza? That's the problem, dude. They don't ask questions. They don't ask questions. They allow Brian Cashman to go out there and still talk about how how this team is a World Series caliber team, and and they allow Boone to say shit like you know uh, IKF's the best defensive shortstop in the game. They just allow it. I need to know this because you hear every oh this and this. No, I I like like John Heyman. Oh. When Ben Attendee's vaccination status is all over that. Right. It's all over that. Why don't you get all over this? Yeah. This is a big story. This is a huge story. I don't know if the if the Yankees media people, the people that get paid to cover his team think it is, but for me, a fan and somebody that has a podcast and, and, and does cover his team, this is a big story. What changed that two hours prior, they had no intentions of calling this kid up and then he gets called up. Because if he had intention of calling him up, you don't let your manager go on the fucking radio and say what he said about him. You don't. You sure as hell don't put him in in the friggin' lineup. What changed? Uh, I mean, it's a it's a good question that I'd love to have answered. You know, a lot of people right now in the chat are talking about Florial that he can't hit. Man, do you, do you know that? Do you though? feel right? Do you feel confident even saying that? Look, I know I know Florial can't hit when he's uh put into games every other day and then sits the bench or gets sent back down. But but if he had the that, same amount of time as Aaron Hicks has had, the amount of chances as Aaron Hicks has had, maybe he could hit. That's the problem here, folks. That's the problem. We've seen the story when we run out Hicks. We've seen it. We know it. We know how it ends. We don't at this point it can't get any worse. Why am I still looking at Aaron Hicks? Why am I not you, seeing if Florio can get hot and be a, oh, and be a good hitter? You know why. 
It's crazy, man. All right, so Aaron Hicks has 389 plate appearances this year. Six home runs and 380 and 389 plate appearances. You mean to tell me if, if Foyle got two, 250, he can't at least match that? Probably. And how do you know? And if he doesn't, he doesn't. Then the Yankees are proven right. But your other option is Aaron Hicks. At least you... It's known quantity versus the unknown quantity. You can't sit there with a straight face and tell me you know what Estevan Foriel is, is as a major league player because he's never been given the opportunity to prove or disprove whether or not he belongs here. Has he, has he even been given 10 consecutive games? Probably has not. He given, has he even been given five consecutive games to, 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 to put anything together? Pete just said he has 43 career at-bats. Okay. so 43. That's ten. That's eleven games, basically. So in eleven games, and you know they weren't in eleven games. Uh, uh, two at bats here, two at bats here, and at bat here. You mean to tell me, but just to make simplified things, in eleven games you can write the book on whether or not a guy's a major leaguer. Wild. And I said this in a chat today. If if somebody came up to me and said, "All right, we choose you." You can ask Brian Brian Cashman three questions about anything related to the Yankees from the time he's been here, anything, but only three questions and the interview's over. I'm wasting one of those questions on why he hates Estevan Foriel so much. I'm using one of the questions on that. What is it about Estevan Foriel that you don't like? Because it's not that you have 2018 Aaron Hicks here and Estevan Foriel's had 43 at-bats because if, if that was the case, who's complaining after 2018, this guy looked like he was he was worth every dollar the Yankees were going to pay him. We just said on this show, what is smart? That was a good contract. You're locking up a guy. It was team very, friendly. At a very reasonable AV if he's going to hit 28 home runs and hit 270 or whatever it was that he hit that year. He's done nothing but be hurt and be in a, and, and be terrible when he when he does play. Oh, he hit a home run off of Justin Verlander in the ALCS. Great. The Yankees were down 3-1 in that series. Did it matter? All all that did was all that did was get Yankee fans to hate a roll this Chapman more than we already do. Because it extended the series to allow him to let Altuve right. hit the walk off. So fuck you, Aaron Hicks, for that too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I need to like somebody's got to get give me some like Andy Martino today comes out. Cuckboy Martino says. Oh, there's scuttlebutt in 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 the uh, in the locker room that the Yankees were the, the team was very upset by the, the Jordan Montgomery trade. Uh, you figure that out, but you can't figure out what the fuck happened with uh, with Peraza. That's more. That's a bigger story to me than Jordan Montgomery because I have to honestly, I'm tired of this narrative. And you can say whatever you want about it. The Yankees have not gotten to a fucking free fall in the second half because they traded Jordan Montgomery. Okay, that's just some that's that's just a bullshit narrative, in my opinion. You mean to tell me that Jordan, if Jordan Montgomery was still here, Wash Donaldson wouldn't be washed, Glaber Torres would have been first half, Glaber Torres, DJ LeMay, you wouldn't have hurt his foot, uh, John Carl Stanton would have hurt his Achilles because with those two players, the injuries is why they've been ineffective. IKF, uh, IKF would would hit two eighty. All these things would have occurred if Jordan Montgomery was here. And what has Jordan Montgomery's replacement in the rotation done? He's been good. As much as I don't like Domingo Herman, he's been a good pitcher for his team. Giving him Very a chance good. to win every time he's gone out there. 
Even on Friday, he gives up a home run there. Game gets away from three nothing. But if the Yankees were able, actually able to score, he's maybe not put in a position there to give up that home run, or that home run doesn't hurt them. I think if anything, if you're going to attribute anything to the second half, other than just poor play, obviously, if you want to, if you want to blame anything on the trade deadline, it's it's that maybe this team felt deflated. I a, a buddy told me a story last night. He was at uh, Astros Yankees when the Yankees uh, were playing in Houston. He lives in Texas, and uh, one of the guys he was sitting next to was buddies of Boone. And he said that night at dinner, it was before it was before the All Star break, or after that what? they ended up playing in that they played in Houston. It was before, right? It was right after and, they had the. Uh, it, was, it was they had played a doubleheader right after the, right out of the All Star break. And you know what he said? The guys were talking about it at the at the dinner table. If they would rather have Soto or Castillo, or you know, talking about the guys that they can get to to reassure, you know that that they're going to be ready for the postseason. And then and then just really, you pass up on Castillo. Montas has looked a lot better, but maybe they're they, maybe they were a little deflated. We talked about it last year, and we gave Cashman praise where it was you know give credit where it's due. We thought he did a good job with showing this team he had faith in them and going out and getting guys like Rizzo and Gallo. I know Gallo didn't work out, and right now Rizzo doesn't seem to be the the greatest option either. The guy can't stay healthy, but at the time when he made those. When he made those trades last year at the deadline, he really gave this team a, a, a boost of confidence that he he felt like they were right there. And he got guys to 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 really round out that lineup and give them a good shot. And this year it's it not only did he really miss the ball completely, he also gave up a, a guy who was beloved in the clubhouse and was really good for this team. For a guy that can't even play for them yet, so no can you can you attribute this poor of play to that to to Monty being traded? No, if you're doing that, you're crazy. But overall, maybe you can say this team feels a little deflated. I don't know. They're not. This it's, bad still not it's still they're, not they're an not excuse. It's still not an excuse. They haven't been this bad because Jordan Montgomery got traded. No, they no, were trending, absolutely not. They were they were trending downwards before the trade happened. Bro, I'll, I'll tell you when everything started to get questionable. It was the first time the Astros came into at the stadium. We had our event, and they got no hit. And ever since then, they haven't really looked like the same team. I looked at it the other day. I had a tweet that, that, that took off there, and I was looking for the dates. It was really like July 3rd. It was right around there. And when and was our maybe, event? It was, in, it was like June 25th. Yeah. Because the Yankees still split that series, but it was like right after there, when they took that day off, when we were at your house for the barbecue, and they took that, they took the day off because they already took the first two from Cleveland, and they took that day off. Since that point, they haven't been the same team. Yeah, you're right. So that's that happened before Jordan Montgomery got traded. Okay. And it's a lot of to me, it's a lot of faux outrage from a lot of fans here because every time Jordan Montgomery gave up two runs, 
on social media, he was getting ripped and what a bum that he was. So now all of a sudden that he's gone, he's the reason why this team sucks. Okay. I don't buy it. There's a lot more fundamental problems here with this team that we saw before the Jordan Montgomery got traded that are really uh, coming out into the light here that has really caused this downslide here. And it has nothing to do with Jordan Montgomery. I'll, I'll die on that hill. You have nothing to say? No. No, I look, man, I, I, I honestly have been thinking about it, and I just, I guess we'll never have an answer. Because I, I'm just trying to think, like, what what could have changed so drastically? What is the reason behind it? I just don't know. And I and, and look, I hate ripping on Boone now because it, it's true. When they're playing well, I love Boone. And when they're not, I hate him. But at the end of the day, I just can't figure out, I you know, People in the chat right now are talking about when King got hurt. Yeah, that was a huge blow. But again, it we're seeing the pitching come come back around now. It's been the offense. It's been the offense. And I'm a big clubhouse guy, big clubhouse chemistry guy. But at the end of the day, when you're winning as many games as they were winning, yeah, I know it might have hurt to to have a guy go like Monty. But at the end of the day, you're still the fucking best team in baseball. You still should have a good clubhouse, you know, mix there. There's just no excuse to be as bad as they are. If Jordan Montgomery, you know, you know the Jenga block that causes the whole tower to go down? Yes. If he was that Jenga block, then it just goes back to what we, we've been saying about this team. They're not serious. Yes. If Jordan Montgomery's the Jenga block that causes the tower to fall, you're just not a serious baseball team. Well, here's here's what someone asked me when I because I was pretty upset when they got rid of Monty, but and you hate Monty, so. yeah, yeah, that's the narrative. Someone asked me, you know, is he gonna is he gonna make a difference in the postseason? And the answer is no, he shouldn't. At least, like he shouldn't be the reason why the Yankees don't win a World Series. So at that point, you know, I'm still frustrated that they traded him for a fucking guy who's in a walking boot. But at the end of the day, I mean. Monty wasn't the guy who's going to make or break this team. I'm more upset that they didn't get guys like Castillo. Because honestly, bro, let's just assume and pray that Garrett Cole gets back to being Garrett Cole. And let's just assume and pray that he's dominant in game one of whatever game it's going to be in the postseason. Who's your number two that you feel so confident about? Uh, I, guess I mean, Nestor. Nestor. He's fine. He's fine, right? We got to see that. I he, think he's fine. The he's Yankees, making his next start or what? They said. I think the Yankees are going to, uh, next week, he'll be in the rotation. It's crazy, man. I mean. See, if you can do it again, the, the Yankees had, you knew the Yankees were not going to let him throw 150, 160 innings this year. So whether he's truly hurt or not, is up for debate. He's not hurt. Okay. I think we can all pretty much say that. Maybe he felt something like he was like, Ooh, when you only get off the couch and like, Ooh, and then you walk away and then nothing happens. Yeah. And you're fine. Yeah. That could have been what happened. And they're like, okay, groin injury. Yeah. But you know, I really thought about the Yankees for, for, you know, because like, 
you know, like all these other guys, you know, Stan's going for imaging, Ben Tenney goes for imaging. Have you ever heard that that for a groin injury? Never heard that uh, uh, Nestor Cortez went for any imaging. Don't you think there's something they want to take a look at? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. But, you know, I, I really thought about it, and I said to myself, okay, this team has one of the highest payrolls in baseball. When they can, when they can afford to stay under the luxury tax or whatnot, they've proven that they'll go out and spend money on a big player like Garrett Cole, right? But here's what it all comes down to. The Yankees, we talked about their, their business model of being relevant for as many years as possible, putting fans in the seats, putting out a, play, a team that should make the playoffs and see where it goes from there. Maybe they'll get lucky and win a World Series, maybe not. What they're not willing to do is gamble and take take a little bit of a, you know, make a trade that could hurt if they don't win the World Series because it'll hurt them in the long run. When is the last time the Yankees gave up a big prospect or prospects for guys that would have completed this team to be World Series caliber, but if they didn't win the World Series, would have really hurt them in the long run. When's the last time they did something like that? Why do you think you don't have Castillo? Because the Yankees said, okay, we could get Castillo. He makes us much, he puts us in a much better position to win the World Series. But if we don't, then we're giving up our future. We're giving up our business plan. And they're not willing to risk it. They are not willing risk. to do it. They don't want to risk. They don't risk it. They don't risk the biscuit. They're, they will not risk it. If you, it, unless you had a crystal ball and can guarantee Brian Cashman and Hal that the trade would, would result in a World Series win, they will not give up anything that will cause them pain temporarily or in the long term. You know, Volpe's tearing it up since he got promoted to AAA. Yeah, I know. He's like eight for 16. Call him up. Why not? He won't, he won't be up for two years. I'm not joking. Bro, he won't be here for two years. That's a, that's, that's a fucking people think he's gonna People think he's going to be in the starting uh, lineup in, next year on opening day. He won't be here for another two years. I would, if you're a serious baseball, if you're a serious organization, serious, Memorial Day, the latest he makes his major league debut. I just don't think it. And, and then what? Sits the bench? No, I mean, this is you, you sacrificed everything for him. Well, here's you the thing. Up, Goes back to my business play. plan, right? Goes back to the business model. He comes up and he's not ready and he fails. Then what? I, I got one for you. Okay. Aaron Judge leaves. He is the opening day shortstop next year. You they, think, will need, uh, they will oh, need for something. Sure. They will need something to get the fan base off. For sure, the, the Yankees are the Yankees are. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Stupid, unserious, yeah. a joke. Yeah, they're whores for excitement. They need <laughs> they need something to make up for. You heard, this is what I want to say before, real quick. I hope that I will never. I hope we will never know the answer to this. I really pray to God we will never know the answer to this. Aaron Judge is now a New York Yankee in 2023. Volpe will be the starting shortstop on opening day. Yeah, you're probably right about that. But here's something I was thinking about with the Peraza thing. Didn't it almost feel like Cashman does have burner accounts 
He knows how much we were ripping. I think him. he's a. I honestly think he has. He has admitted in the past that he has burned he our did. accounts. He did. Don't you think they called him up just to shut everyone up? But really, it was just an even you, bigger slap the, in the face. They they gaslit the entire fan base. On it was like, oh, you want him to get called up because we're stupid for not calling him up? Fine, we'll call him up. We're not going to play him, but we'll call him up for you. And then you know what? Maybe if we're down nine nothing in the ninth with two outs. Maybe he'll make his debut when none of it's you like, are even watching. It's like, hey, kid, here's your Nintendo for Christmas, but I'm going to hold on to the controllers. Right. Right. Fuck. So there's a couple of things we want to get to here. Uh, you mentioned them already, Anthony Rizzo, uh, who is maybe, maybe Wednesday he'll show up at the ballpark. That doesn't even that does not even include playing. Uh, missed one of the biggest series of the year, and again. <laughs> He's been struggling, but he also had two home runs against the Angels. Don't you think a guy with 30 home runs could have made a difference in a series where you were down one nothing the majority of the first game, lost the second game 2-1? to one. You think his bat could have made a difference? I would, but, I would think so. Okay, so he's hurt. Uh, this is the third or fourth time now he's missed significant time with his back. The Yankees refused to put him on the I.L., which I don't have any clue why. Okay, he's already missed, what, six or seven days. What's the harm in putting him on the I.L. at this point? Right? So, Rizzo, and I don't want to, again, I always said this in the offseason, I don't want to take shots at Anthony Rizzo. I love the guy. Okay, I do. One of my favorite Yankees. But we know why he's here. Oh, he's here because Cashman's a great GM and he knew that he he was the right choice. We know we we know the reason why Anthony Rizzo is here. He's the she was the cheapest option. Correct. Plain and simple. Cost no prospects with Matt Olson would have cost a ton. And then you would have had to give him the extension, as you saw the Braves did right away, gave him the extension. You want to know why? Well, the Braves are a serious organization. Right? Mm. And Freddie Freeman got a ton of money. Still way under what I thought the market value was for him. It would have been a steal to get him on the Yankees at that rate. No, he goes to LA. Why? Dodgers are a serious organization, whereas the Yankees aren't. And that's why we have Anthony Rizzo. Again, not knocking Anthony Rizzo. Love the guy. Really do. Third best option, clearly. And it's not even close. And now it's the, the problem with, with signing the third best option is, is you're seeing the issues here now with him, and he's not on the field when you need him the most. Are we even confident that we can have this guy in October? Going to be playing through some discomfort. I can I can assure you that. The, epi- the epidural is causing him headaches. He can't even leave his house. Yeah, like fucking take Advil, dude. I mean, I don't know, man. I, look, I, I'm very deflated right now. I, I'm happy they won. And the Twins couldn't have come in, into Yankee Stadium at a better time for this team. But I'm not going to sit here and get fooled by a couple wins right now. I need to start seeing more consistency from a team in an organization that doesn't believe in it, doesn't believe in consistency. So I'm just bracing for the heartbreak at this point and trying to stay optimistic. You know, I love this team to death, but day by day, it's getting more and more difficult to separate my hatred from, for the front office from the product I'm seeing on the field. Well, we need to discuss something here, okay? And it didn't make any sense to me in the offseason, and, and it really makes no sense now. The Yankees have no first baseman in the pipeline. 
you, you wanted to tell me you were going stopgap because you had Peraza, because you had Volpe? I don't like it. We, we said this. We don't like it. We understood it because you had guys that were your top prospects at that position. He's have no first baseman. You had two guys that, that were out there that were long-term solutions. You don't get either. You sign Anthony Rizzo to a two-year deal. And now it looks like you need to cut the cord there because there's no because of his health, you don't know what you're going to get out of Anthony Rizzo. You see how bad the back was this year. Now Rizzo holds the opt-out. I mean, you really think he's going to take it with an uncertain future like this? No, no way. He'd be foolish to. And again, that was the Yankees doing. You're not going to get mad at Rizzo if he opts in because, you know, is he going to make get $16 million on the open market with the way his back is? It's hard to say. I don't think so. But this is a very important position. I don't know if the Yankees realize this, but first base is a very important position. And you, again, you let two premier guys go in favor of Rizzo on a short-term deal. And what if he does opt out? Who's playing first base next year? This team doesn't fucking think for shit. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It, it It's not even just first base, though. I mean, you have so many guys called up or, or guys on this team that, like, for instance, DJ comes here, a multi, multi-time gold glove second baseman. He's probably played second the least out of any position. Uh, you have IKF come over. He's naturally a third baseman, I believe. That's where he won his gold glove. I don't know. Okay. He's playing short. They call Peraza up. They put him second base. You got Donaldson, who is there a future there? I mean, no. They have to. I'm, I mean, honestly, he's got to be designated for assignment when the season's over. He can't come back next year. Cabrera, thank God he's been incredible in the outfield somehow, but that's not his natural position. Judge used to be his natural position when he was younger, but he's been in right field for the most part. Now he's in center. Hicks is all over the place because he just sucks regardless. No one play, No one has a position. They even fucked with Torres for a while. This team is so inconsistent that they don't even know where to play people. It's, well, we were it's talking unreal. About it, we were talking about this before we came on here. Uh, Pete and I were discussing this. Matt Chapman, Gold Glove third baseman. Where did the Yankees interested in playing him? Shortstop. Yeah, short. Yankees needed a shortstop. They were looking at Trevor Story for for the trade deadline last year. Were they going to play him at shortstop if they acquired him? No, did oh, they want him at the outfield? outfield? Yeah. Yeah, there's just no consistency, man. Guys, guys show up to the ballpark. They don't know where they're batting. They don't know if they're definitely playing. They don't know what position they'll be. They don't know where in the order they'll be. It's it it and you know you can sustain it for a certain amount of time, but at the end of the day, when you start to hit adversity like this team has, it's tough to overcome it when you don't have at the the bare minimum consistency. It's really difficult. People think it, you know, some people think it's just a, you know, it's not a big deal, but it is. So we'll close the show on this. I think we I think now that the twins are here, we can kind of look at 
the big trade. The the uh, the huge trade here huge. from the offseason. Huge. Okay. Because it was all right in front of us today. Michael K even alluded to it. Correa is only there because the, he even said this out of his own mouth. Correa is only playing for the Twins because the Yankees took Josh Donaldson's contract. Yes. Yep. So you have Correa, who even though maybe not with the bat, is not up to what you would expect out of him this year, although he's been way way better than Isaiah kind of Falefa, I think. He's still playing good enough to opt out of his contract. And that's uh, in dispute, uh, undisputed right there. You can't dispute that, however you want to say it, okay? Look at guys, look at Correa field balls at shortstop versus Falefa versus IKF. Mm -hmm. His arm. Night and day. Night and day. Absolutely. One guy you feel very confident in making the plays, even. and one guy that you don't, because I've never seen anybody field the ball at shortstop the way he does. That you you alluded to it with the sidearm throw and how he like he like jab. You ever watch him? He like jabs at the ball when he try when he feels grounders. I've never seen that before. And and the guy does make some spectacular plays too. Oh, well, great! But I mean, you you have that issue there. And you tell me, who would you rather have a third base right now? Donaldson or or Urshela? Who would you rather have penciled in this lineup? Donaldson or Gio Urshela? Well, Gio, I mean, if you look at the overall numbers, they're very comparable. Uh, I think Donaldson has maybe one more home run, but Urshela's OPS is like 40 or 50 points higher. Uh, Well, his batting average is much higher, isn't it? Yeah, I think he's hitting like 30 or 40 points. He might be hitting around like 250, 260. Okay, I'll take that. Uh, and he makes about what eighteen million dollars night set some somewhere in there less than uh, less than Donaldson. You don't think that could have come in handy when you're trying to when you all these guys that who oh, can't sign them we don't have any money. No, but you got money for this. Yeah, I think honestly, if you look at it, only the biggest Cashman Cuck boy is going to tell you that the Yankees won this trade. The Yankees lost this trade in a blaze of glory. They lost this trade. Big time. No longer can you say, well, it was worth it to get rid of Gary Sanchez because that is not a, that doesn't, that doesn't tip the scale in the Yankees favor at all. Because you don't think the Yankees could have used, uh, could even use Gary Sanchez as bad if they were smart enough to go out there from the beginning and trade for a guy like Trevino. And have Gary back up Trevino or have them play 50-50? At the very least, have it, just have him as a backup. At and the again, very we're not, least. We're not saying... Again, it was time for Gary to go. It was. Yep, 100%. But if you look at the trade of what happened here, the guy the Yankees really needed, Carlos Correa, is a twin. Why? Because you took Josh Donaldson. He's washed. Washed Donaldson. The only the only good thing anyone took out of that trade was that Gary Sanchez was gone. It wasn't about what we got back. No, and I and to a man, if you go back on the day the trade happened, if your if your reaction to it was at least we got rid of Gary, that means it was a stupid trade to begin with. That from a pure baseball point of view, it was a bad trade. If the most positive thing you could say before any of these guys took the field. In 22, 
was that at least we got rid of Gary. It was a bad trade to begin with. I hated the trade from the moment I saw it. Now, would you feel differently if the Yankees still went out there and got a legitimate shortstop? Dave Ikev was a utility guy, and they yes. went out there and got a, and got Trevor Story. Let's just say, yeah, I feel differently. Even about though the Correa trade. was still available right after that trade, it, it was a few days. But this is one of the this. If you if you want to all the great things that Brian Cashman has ever did, this has to go at the top of the list of one of of, of the worst things he's done as general manager of this ball club. I'm sorry, there's no positive way to spin this trade. People are saying it's one of the worst trades in the last handful of years for any team. The Yankees got fleeced on this, and then Minnesota turned around and got the guy they needed because they gave them a salary relief. I think that's the worst part. I honestly think it's the worst part. You can't sit there and tell me in any way, shape, or form that trade has benefited the Yankees on the field or off the field because Josh Donaldson's a scumbag. He, he just All he does is cause embarrassment to this team. I think this. I think uh, this team embarrasses itself at this point. I don't know. I'm, I like I said from the beginning. I'm not on the hate Josh Donaldson train. Uh, I'm definitely. Uh, well, if he was anywhere near the the, the MVP player that he was uh, a few years ago, you could excuse the antics. But you don't get to act like that. No, when I agree with watched. you 100. percent I agree 100. percent My hatred is just in so many more important places right now than Josh Donaldson, mainly because he's been so good defensively. Again, oh, you have, you have too many. In the last yeah, week yes, so. he has, but you have too many guys who suck at the plate with no approach and also suck in the field that deserve my attention more and my hatred more at this point or my disgust. You know, again, they're setting the bar pretty fucking low. For me, looking at Josh Donaldson being an automatic out and saying, well, at least he's playing defense. I mean, it's not his fault he's batting cleanup for the Yankees. The dude's an automatic out batting cleanup in in the midst of a of a fucking nosedive. So, so, does he really deserve my anger? No. I think I think the person again. It all goes back to who brought him here. Okay, fine. Who brought him here? But he doesn't. He doesn't get to act like that when he's this bad. I agree. I agree with you one hundred percent. I'm not definitely not going to argue that. That's why I wasn't totally against him with the whole Jackie shit because he still had a chance to prove. Now he's proven he's washed. To me, he's proven that he's washed. You don't get to jerk around and not hustle out of the box and then do push-ups like it's some fucking joke today. You don't get to 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 uh, get into it with the other team's pitcher when he struck you out. What do you think? He can tell you what's coming. You're not going to hit it. That's how bad you are. So has so I guess since last trade deadline, has Cashman made any good moves? Uh, I guess ben you Tenney can argue Benintendi. Ben he's hurt. Yeah, move. I thought it was a good move. But it's like, not his fault. That, I don't think it's. Cash's I can't fault say Montas is a is a good move because if you put it in context of who was available, who they should have gotten. 
I mean, he's uh, not the guy. Rizzo was a good trade. You can't say that it wasn't. That was the last year's trade deadline. Yeah, you said. Uh, I thought you said has he made since then. Re- since then, no. I mean, outside of Benintendi, I mean, <laughs> and and then you could throw in signings too. They he signed Boone, signed Boone back. He signed. Uh, who else did he, he signed Rizzo? Which right now I'm sorry, he, he's having a good. He's got 30 home runs, which you love, but the guy can't stay healthy. Yeah, and he shouldn't be a 219 hitter or whatever he is either. So just... and, and the Trevino deal, the Yankees didn't expect this. He didn't trade for him because he knew this was the guy he was getting. He was going to be the backup. He got him for Higashioka's backup. He shouldn't even be here. Right. The, again, how did the Yankees fail on that trade? We don't. We we think Ben Warfett's in uh, Scran. I haven't seen him. Have you? Nope. Haven't okay, even so heard there of him. You go. One last thing before we wrap up. too. October 11th is uh, the next event. Uh, Pete, I believe, just posted the link in. Um, in the chat right now and you can go to at myy news dash tv on twitter uh, i believe it's just at myy news tv actually um on twitter and the and the tweet is pinned for the link to purchase your tickets so somebody asked us a question and we'll end the show on this okay and then, uh ralph on twitter okay ralph okay. okay he wants to know why y'all always so negative okay okay so, okay 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 ralph okay i hope that uh, you're listening or watching, and I'm going to give you the answer here. Uh, uh, we're not negative, okay? Uh, if you think we're negative, it's because you're a cuck for the organization, okay? It's the easiest and simplest way I can explain this. Uh, I'm I'm past the point of giving the Yankees a pass for everything. I'm past the point of thinking everything is all sunsh- uh, sunshine and rainbows with this team. If you don't want to hear the truth about the way this organization is run, if you don't want to hear the truth about how uh, they perform on the field, then maybe you want to hear other people talking about it, okay? But you're not going to get that here. You're going to get the truth and honesty. When the team gets when the team loses 11 games in the standings in a month and a half, what is there exactly positive about Ralph? Huh? How, do you want us to spend an hour and a half every week talking about how great Aaron Judge is? Because that's literally the only fucking positive thing we could talk about. We've said nice things about Oswaldo Cabrera because he's been a positive on this team. We've we've said nice things about anybody. I said nice things about Marlon Gonzalez today. He hadn't had a hit since fucking before the 4th of July. I said a nice thing about him today. So it's not going to be if you missed the entire beginning of this season when it was all positive, that's on you, bro. But even then, we were still grounded in what we spoke about about this team that said, this team is great right now. They need to improve. And look what happened. They haven't improved. They've gotten worse. And now we're talking about Pete and Francis did all this hard work to set up this event on, on October 11 because it, when it, when all the planning stages went into it was a slam dunk the Yankees were starting the postseason on October 11th. We don't know that now. So what do you want us to be positive about? Did you want us to be positive after they, they lost the wild card game in 2021 and they brought Aaron Boone back without even thinking about it? You want us to be positive about when my, the guy that made me look to, as stupid as anybody 
I've touted this guy all season, the SMD tour. Fuck, it's the fuck Christian tour. That's how bad he's been this year. What am I supposed to be positive about? I'll be positive when the Yankees give me something to be positive about. If you don't like hearing the truth about this team, then this is not the podcast. This is not the channel for you to be watching and listening to. Okay? This is what Pete gave us a tagline when we started. Real talk for the real fan. You want to consider yourself a real fan? or well, listen to the real talk about the New York Yankees, okay? This is we're gonna tell you what we see with our own eyes. We're not gonna we're not gonna sugarcoat shit anymore. It's past that now. You know, Chris used to call me the Yankee apologist, and there was there was years we sat on the show and I tried to stay positive and I tried to 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 rationalize everything this team did. I can't do it anymore. I cannot sit here and do this anymore and rationalize what the Yankees are doing because what they're doing is unserious. You take chapter and verse of everything that this team could have done and they don't do it. So what do you want to see positive about? If the Yankees are going to if the Yankees are going to win a World Series this year, it's going to be a positive a, a parade of positivity here. Then because we'll have something to be happy about. But right now, we don't even know if they're gonna if they're gonna hold on to this American League East lead. And you want us to sit here and be positive. So, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of podcasts out there that paint everything with with, with a rosy brush. You're not gonna get it here. You're gonna get the truth here. And if you can't handle the truth, then go listen to somebody else. Get the fuck out! I don't know. You got anything you want to add to that? No, man. That's you. You, you fucking said it perfectly. You got to just so, hope. Look, doesn't mean we're not going to sit here and still be hopeful that this team can put something together. Okay. Just because we're calling it like it is doesn't mean we're sitting here saying that it's impossible. But shit needs to happen. It needs to happen quick. Because I promise you, the way the run that the that you the Rays this, are on right can you now. See this? Who is this? That's Garrett Cole. Every time that son of a bitch takes the field, every time he takes the mound for the Yankees, I'm like, this is it. This is the fucking start. This is the start that's going to get him off on that run that I've been yapping my fucking mouth about all offseason. And what does he do? Throws a fastball right down the middle of Shohei Otani, ruins the entire game. Oh, but I can't made the error. You know what? I said this in my bonus episode. You're the ace of the fucking ball club. Put them on your back for once. Judge does it. Okay, but I'm supposed to be positive. Oh, he was really good, except for he gave him a three-run home run to Otani, but it's not his fault because I can't made an error. You're Garrett Cole. Put the team on your back. Get this guy out. But I'm supposed to be positive, though, right? Unreal. I'll be positive when there are things to be positive about. So if you want us to, like I said, you want us to spend the next episode, the entire hour, 15 minutes, whatever it is, talking about Aaron Judge, Hey, that's the only way we're going to be completely positive about this ball club because other than that, there's just not a, there's just not a lot going on right now. You want it? here? I'll give you something positive. Your fucking boy Jonathan Lewisica has got his shit together. Yes. Okay. Looking like a real weapon out of that bullpen again. Absolutely. Yanks fan just gave us a super super chat. Thank you. He said, "Ralph, you want the truth? You can't handle the truth." <laughs> but. Unless you got anything to add, we'll take it. We'll go home here. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, 
Again, thank you very much for your continued support of NYY News TV and the NYY ST Podcast, episode 297. We're rapidly approaching 300. I'll try to figure out something. Maybe we do something a little special for the 300th episode in a couple weeks, but we'll get there when we get there. The Yanks are going to uh, continue this series with the Twins. As we said, the weather is not supposed to be good at all tomorrow, but Garrett Cole is on the is scheduled to take the, the ball tomorrow for the Yankees. Uh, Herman um, against TBD on Wednesday, and actually Sonny Gray is supposed to take the ball uh, in the finale. Um, for the Twins on Thursday, and the Yankees are TBD that day. So uh, we'll see what happens. It looks like we will probably get a doubleheader in here somewhere because uh, I don't think we're going to play tomorrow. But, you know, we I sat around waiting for rain all day today, and we really didn't get any until just now. So who knows? Okay? Who knows? Okay. Who knows? So thank you very much for everybody in the chat. If you're still here, before we sign off, hit that like button. Subscribe to NYY News TV. Over 11,000 subscribers now. So thank you, everybody, for your support for the channel. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating review. Let's go. Uh, let's bring that 4.6 up a little bit. I don't like it. Okay, there's some definitely some cuck boys out there okay. ruining our rating. Okay? Okay. So thank you very much. Uh, we'll see you next week. And Chris, say goodbye. Peace. N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas